You're listening to the Touch Em Up podcast. I'm your host, Double M, and on our second episode, we're going to be talking about the next pay-per-view event taking place on Saturday, May 11, 2019, from Juness Arena, UFC 237, Nama Yunus vs. Andrade for the Strawweight Championship of the World. So yeah, this card, honestly, it's not stacked, but it's a solid pay-per-view card, or at least the top Three fights are solid, um, kind of like the card we talked about uh, on our first episode, which, again, that was an amazing card, even though I ended up getting all the predictions wrong. I feel like I I knew the fights would go the way they did, except for the main event. I didn't expect Cerrone to look that good, and I think he just came in. And, I mean, that might be the best Donald Cerrone we've seen in the last three or four years. I mean, everything was working for him. It started off a little rocky, um, but he just found his groove, and, you know, he was he was blasting Iaquinta with the leg kicks and those that front kick to the face. I mean, it was freaking Mr. Miyagi 2019. He freaking blasted Iaquinta with two front kicks right to the jaw, but amazing fight and amazing display from Cerrone, and, Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, UFC 240, we get Cerrone and McGregor. He deserves it. He deserved it before. It's a good fight to get McGregor back into the swing of things, even though it's not an easy fight for him whatsoever. It's a great fight, and I hope that's what we get next. I Quinto bounce back, man. He is tough as nails. Took so much damage. I mean, he had a crimson mask all over his face. Got eaten up with jabs and leg kicks and front kicks to the face. I mean awesome fight, even though, like I said, I called it wrong. Uh, But they were really good fights all around. So yeah, let's get back to uh, the card coming up on this Saturday. So yeah, UFC 237, second pay-per-view that the UFC's put on ESPN Plus. Should be a great card. There's two fights on here that I'm really looking forward to. I'm sure if you're a hardcore fan, you'll know what they are. But uh yeah, I, first fight I think I want to talk about is a uh, prelim. It's uh, BJ the Prodigy Penn and uh, Clay the Carpenter Guida. <laughs> a couple old school guys for uh, some hardcore fans out there. I'm sure everyone knows who BJ Penn is. But if you didn't, we'll go over some uh, some things. Former lightweight and welterweight champion. Uh, he holds a record of 16 wins, 13 losses, and 2 draws. While uh, Clay Guida has a record of 34 wins and 18 losses. The fight's going to take place at 155 pounds. Honestly, this is just a fun fight. I'm not, you know, super excited to see it, but I'm I'm sure it'll be entertaining. When it comes to how the fight's going to play out, honestly, I don't know. I, I see Guida and Penn. I honestly think this will be a slow fight. You know, they're way past their prime. Penn hasn't looked good in years and I just, I don't know, I honestly don't know why he's still fighting. No disrespect, he's one of the greatest of all time in the sport. But I just, I don't see it. He hasn't had it for a long time. He hasn't been able to pull the trigger. His chin's basically gone. Guida, I don't remember the last fight he had. The last fight I remember seeing with him is when he got TKO'd by uh, Brian T. City Ortega after he was beating him for the three rounds. You know, he could have been the guy to hand T-City his first loss, but T-City just poured on the pressure at the end of the third round and caught him with a knee right up the middle, dropped him, and TKO'd him. But if I had to pick a winner, 
I'm going to say Guida gets a decision. I think he tires BJ Penn out through 15 minutes. You know, I don't think he's going to try to grapple with him too much because Penn's still one of the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists ever. Can tie up Guida, get him in a submission. But I think Guida just keeps it on the feet, maybe clinches with him and keeps him up against the fence to drain Penn's gas tank because, you know, he doesn't really – he tires out real – He's been tiring out a lot lately in fights. That's been his kryptonite. He'll get tired, you know, late second, early third round. He'll get tired and just can't come back from it. So, yeah, I'm going to say Guida gets the win by a unanimous decision, possibly a third-round TKO on BJ Penn. But, yeah, let's get into the, the main card. I'm not going to talk about the first two fights on the card because they don't really do anything for me, but we are going to talk about the top three fights. So let's talk about the first one in the featherweight division. We've got Jose Aldo Jr., the former featherweight champion, going up against top contender and a bright, bright prospect in the featherweight division, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Um, man, I'm super excited for this fight. My uh, my most looked forward to fight on the card by far. Although, you know, I thought after he took those two losses back-to-back to Max Holloway, that he just wasn't going to be able to bounce back from it. I mean, Holloway basically took his that man's soul, just drained him and drained him and took his best shots and just ended up finishing him. Uh, first fight, I believe he finished him in the fourth round. Second fight, third round, same a lot of the same stuff. Just came out and imposed his will on Aldo, wilted him under the pressure, and just un- dealt ungodly amounts of damage on him and took him out. But, uh, yeah, he bounced back with a uh, two TKOs against tough, tough contenders. Jeremy Stevens, I thought Stevens was going to be able to TKO Aldo. Came out, ripped that vicious left hook to the body, dropped him. And then against Moicano, just looked amazing, man. He, he had felt like not the Aldo of old. You know, he looked a little, he still looked a little gun shy. But, man, he just came out and killed Moicano in that second round after he got his rhythm in the first round, just feeling him out. But, uh, yeah, and Alexander Volkanovsky coming off a very impressive win over Chad Money Mendez with a TKO in the second round. I, I, it's KO. I mean, I wouldn't call it a TKO. He basically knocked him out. Just got in his face, got him tired, ripped, ripped a right hook to the body, right hook to the head. Or, no, I'm sorry, a left hook to the body and then a right hand up top dropped him, finished the fight off. Looked great. So, I mean, this fight's going to be really, really, really close. Um, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, Aldo's going to run through him. Uh, he's back now. Maybe he'll be able to get a, if he gets this win, he'll get a title shot. Listen, if as long as Holloway's the champ, I don't see Aldo getting another title shot for a while. Those last two fights that they had, it, it just doesn't sell me on it. He, he got... Like I said, Holloway basically took the man's soul. But uh, Volkanovski, man, when you look at a guy like him, he's always, he's very technical in the way he strikes. You know, he likes to use a lot of fakes and feints. He'll, he'll, you know, pull you, pull out a, try to pull out a strike from you and then counter off what you throw. Um, He did it against Mendez. He used a lot of lead high kicks in order to keep Mendez away from the fence and towards his power hand. You know, he was he was popping the jab, fainting the jab to get Mendez to to you know to flinch, getting Mendez to fight off his feints and get him tired. Uh 
did get taken down, uh, but got right back up to his feet. Amazing takedown defense, got a double AD against the fence, pushed down on the head, popped right back up, then got taken down towards the middle of uh, the cage and ended up popping right back up again, and then just pushing forward, getting in Mendez's face, hurting him, ripping shots to the body, and then, like I said, left hook to the body, right hand up top to the head, and uh, finishing him off. For Aldo, I think he's got to go to his leg kicks, go to the leg kicks early. He hasn't used them much in his last maybe four or five fights. I don't know if he fell in love with his boxing. You know, he was talking about boxing for a while, and uh, I don't think that would work out for him very well, honestly. But but let's talk about uh, how I think the fight's going to go. Like I said, Aldo's got to use his leg kicks. He's got to get in the face of Volkanovski, kind of try to keep him off with a jab and then throw the right leg kick or maybe a jab, right hand, left hook to the body, right leg kick, the old uh, Dutchy combination, and just keep him off him. He could try to take Volkanovski down and work his jiu-jitsu, even though I don't see that. I think Aldo's going to try to go for the finish. Volkanovski, man, I I mean, he's a, he's a great fighter. I haven't watched a lot of him, but that Mendez fight opened up my eyes enough to know that this fight's going to be great. I think Volkanovski is going to try to pressure Aldo, and kind of what Holloway did. I think he's going to just use volume, try to pick him, pick him, pick up his pace as the fight goes on. You know, use a lot of feints and fakes like he did against Chad Mendez, maybe a couple high kicks, and he's got to rip to the body. I think you gotta just get in all those face and rip to the body. Try to get him tired. Uh, if I had to pick a winner, it's it's a super tough fight to call. But I'm gonna go with Volkanovski to get a decision. I don't think he finishes Aldo. I could see a third round, late third round TKO for him. But I think Volkanovski's gonna be the more active of the two for 15 minutes. Uh, like I said, use his fakes and feints to keep Aldo guessing. I'm sure he'll get hurt. You know, all those got amazing, got really good power and fantastic speed. But so does Volkanovski. I mean, you saw it in the fight against Mendez. He he threw amazing combinations, a lot of footwork. He would direct you towards his power hand and switch stance and try to so he could keep Mendez against the fence. And that's when he ended up getting the finish. But yeah, I think Volkanovski gets a. a I'm going to say a. The split decision, third round split decision over Jose Aldo might be Aldo's last fight. I could see him retiring after this, even though I don't think that's what's going to happen. So yeah, Volkanovski uh, by uh, split decision. Next fight we're going to talk about is in the middleweight division. Uh, we got Jared Cannonier versus Anderson the Spider Silva. Uh, Cannonier holds a record of eleven wins and four losses, and Anderson Silva. Holds a record of 34 wins and nine defeats. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of Cannoneer. I saw his fight against David Branch where he was able to uh, knock him out. Looked very impressive in that fight. I like David Branch, so that was a little tough pill for me to swallow. I thought he was going to get that done, but Cannoneer came out, looked great, and you know put it on David Branch, finished him. Anderson, honestly, he looked really good in the Adesanya fight. Even though, man, he's just not there anymore. He doesn't have the same killer instinct, and he is old. You know, he's past his prime. Um, but I just don't, I don't really know how this fight's going to go. 
I have a feeling it's going to be a boring three-round decision, and I think they're going to give it to Anderson because it's in Brazil, kind of like what happened with uh, the Derek Brunson-Anderson Silva fight, which actually, uh, the going a little bit off topic here, but I predicted Elias to beat Brunson, which I think he did. I don't think Brunson did enough, but I said in that uh, podcast that Brunson needed to kind of lay back and try to let the fight come to him. He actually did it. He didn't, you know, bum rush him as much, and he just kind of let the fight come to him, and he didn't do much, but if he can add a little bit more offense to that, I think he can be a lot more successful. But yeah, let's get back to Silva versus Cannoneer. Um, I, I don't know how this fight's going to go, honestly. I, I'd see Anderson, like I said, getting a decision over Cannoneer. I could see Cannoneer finishing him, but... I think it's going to be a case of Cannonier being a little starstruck against Anderson and maybe not engaging, kind of like what Brunson did in their fight. No, you know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. I'm going to pick Anderson to get a TKO. I think this might be his last fight. I think he comes out looking to finish it and put a stamp on his career and retire in Brazil. So, yeah, I'm going to go Anderson Silva. by TKO in the second round. I know I changed it, but I just got a feeling for some reason. I think Anderson gets the TKO over Cannoneer. Uh, so now we're going to move to the main event. Uh, the strawweight champion of the world, Thug Rose Namajunas versus Jessica Andrade. Super, super tough fight for uh, Namajunas. And uh, equally as tough for uh, Jessica Andrade. You know, Andrade coming off. Two victories, a unanimous decision, I believe, over Tisha Torres. And then a, f- oh my God, the way she knocked out Carolina. You know, it was tough for me to watch because I love Carolina Kovalkiewicz. Um, She's one of my favorite. That's my girl for uh, straw weight. But uh, yeah, she's looked great. She caught, uh, she caught Carolina. I actually watched the fight last night. She just kept pressuring her. She got in her face right away and just ripped power shots, ripped to the body, ripped up top. And whenever they would come close together, you know, she'll go for body shots, kind of reminding me of, uh, I believe it was Kenny Florian who said it. Maybe uh, John Gooden. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember who was commentating the fight with uh, Andrade and Kovalkiewicz, but said it reminded her of a Vanderlei, reminded them of a Vanderlei Silva, a female Vanderlei Silva, and I completely get that. Just go in and just rip punches, get in their face, try to try to take them out right away. Um, so yeah, she looked great. It's scary power, man. I mean, Rose is going to have to be on point, but I I think she always is. Um, so let's talk about Nama Yunus. She holds a record of eight wins and three losses. Uh, you're gonna say really eight and three? Like that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a champ to me. But man, the way she uh, finished Joanna at uh, the UFC 217 at uh, Madison Square Garden, great, great fight. And I, I didn't expect it. I wanted Rose to win, but I picked against her. But she shut me up. Just caught Joanna as she was throwing a leg kick with a overhand right, I believe, dropped her. She got up. She pushed her against the fence with a takedown backed away and then just walked in, you know, used her fakes and feints like she always does in and out movement, timed it, came in with a left hook, put Joanna down, finished her with TKO, actually tapped out due to strikes. 
So, yeah, for uh, the key for Andrade is going to be just getting in the face of Nami Yunus. She's got a rip to the body, rip upstairs. I would say getting the grappling exchanges because Andrade is going to be the t- the stronger of the two. But, you know, Nami Yunus is no joke. And uh, actually, I listened to, uh, I believe it was Brett Okamoto was talking about it. He uh, he was there and Nami Yunus and Justin Gaethje sparred for 40 minutes, one round. That is absolutely insane. And to go with Gaethje, I mean, I'm sure they were feeling each other out, but it probably picked up towards the end of the session. But that's incredible. I, I think Nami Yunus is going to be ready. But the key for her is going to be to fight technical. She's got to fight like she did in the second the second Joanna fight. You know, just in and out movement. Use a lot of footwork, fakes and feints. Pop the jab out. You know, move around. And just bite. Just counter off Andrade. Or stick your jab in her face all the time. Get her tired. You have to get Andrade tired. Gas her out. Um... It's tough, though, man. I mean, I feel like if Andrade connects with one of those right hands on Nami Yunus' chin, that could be it. She only needs one. She hits so hard, and I I don't know. But I think I think Rose is going to get it done. You know, I love Rose. I love the way she fights. I'm a big fan of technical strikers or technical fighters who use every aspect of MMA. And you hit and do not get hit. They don't sit in the pocket and trade. They find their openings, they fake their opponent to freeze them, and then they go off and land their combinations and get their game plan off. But I think the first two rounds are going to be the toughest. I think Andrade is going to come out and try to get in her face and try to rough her up. But I think think Nami Yunus is going to get it done. I think she uses her superior footwork and technical striking, keeps Andrade away for two rounds, gets her a little tired because I'm sure Andrade is going to be throwing heavy leather. And I think Nami Yunus ends up knocking her down in the third round and getting a rear naked choke submission and retaining her strawweight championship. Like I said, I'm super, I'm not super excited for the card, but the Volkanovsky versus Aldo fight and Rose and Andrade are going to be great. I didn't, I wasn't too keen on the Rose and Andrade fight at first. But the more I sat, thought about it and I was thinking about, you know, how Rose fights now, Andrade fights, man, this is going to be a barn burner. I hope Rose pulls it, Rose pulls it off. Uh, it's going to be tough, though, man. Um, no joke. No joke. But, yeah, you know, that those are my picks for the fight. Uh, you saw, it's a little off topic since we finished the predictions, but you saw um, how good Cowboy looked. Like I said earlier, one of the best performances ever. I'm just saying, you know, UFC 240, give us that Cowboy versus McGregor main event for that card or even a co-main event, but I don't see them doing a co-main. So, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening again. Um, And I hope everybody had a good time listening. I'm Double M, and I'm out. Have a good day, everybody, all right?